So if you like American Gods, and if you like The Magicians, and if the concept of a fantasy noir set in a modern world where gods and humans live side by side, can I tell you about Gods and Lies from Realm? So in this podcast, an investigator with a damaged reputation reluctantly teams up with a disgraced son of a goddess to solve the murder of a mortal. To crack the case, they venture into the underbelly of immortal society, make deals with demigods, and risk the wrath of the powerful to expose the truth. But the pursuit of justice is rife with danger, and if they aren't careful, they could be next on the murderer's list. Now, the first season of this show is available in full. It's seven episodes, and season two is debuting right now. It's from Elizabeth Vale. She is a fiction author, and she writes for video games. She wrote the romance novel The Duke of Snow and Apples, and it's a show that has really great ideas about power and privilege and class. And Sci-Fi Pulse says it's a marvelous start to a new hard-boiled fantasy mystery series. You can listen to it anywhere you find podcasts, and you can find out more information at realm.fm. That's Gods and Lies, available wherever you get podcasts. Sometimes doing less can lead to so much more. Dipsy Stories believes in less analyzing and more feeling your feelings, less stressing and more easing into things, less scrolling and more savoring the moment, less pressure and more pleasure. No matter who you're into or what turns you on, Dipsy helps bring the stories to life. Anytime, anywhere. Dipsy Stories is an app full of sexy audio stories. And beyond that, they have wellness sessions to help you wind down and sleep sessions to help you drift off. For listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash Arden. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash Arden. DipsyStories.com slash Arden. Hey, just a heads up. This episode, like all our episodes, is set in prison. Welcome back to the radicalization of Julie Curdface Capsum. Look, there's another one. I love her technique. Slip it in, then pass it off as a boob scratch. Subtle, effortless, adroit. I gotta say... Never in my wildest dreams did I think I'd be watching an entire room full of people covertly stuffing their bras with enormous artificial meat patties. You know they're ramping up production because of this. Demand for the meat in this cafeteria has spiked so high that the Fort and Bra scientists are convinced they finally cracked the code to the perfect synthetic beef. (laughs) (laughs) You're joking. I'm not! They actually think it's ready to go to market. Well, as sorry as I feel for the market... What am I saying? Screw the market! Look how happy everyone looks! People are actually smiling at me! I even got fist-bumped in the bathroom this morning! Who knew they would be so... Appreciative? Grateful? Satiated? I could go all day. Oh, and thanks again for getting me that wayface word of the day calendar. I've been absolutely exultant about it. (laughs) Nice. Thanks. It's a hard word, yeah. No, they've been so nice. I didn't think that anyone would ever be nice to me in here. Present company excluded, of course. Of course. I've been recruited by three different girl gangs today alone. Not Chase's yet, but you know how she denies she's even in a girl gang. I'm sure it's just a matter of time. Ooh, which gang are you thinking of joining? 
Oh, uh, none. It's just, again, nice to even be asked to be acknowledged. Yeah, it can be really lonely in here. But hey, just a reminder, they're still prison gangs. They might not be so nice if you reject them. <laughs> right, Deb? Vow uh, of silence or not, Deb gets it. Hey, Curdface. Hey, Aqualin. Oh my god, see what I mean? Before it was watch it, Curdface, or sleep with one eye open, Curdface. I mean, nobody's calling me by my actual name. If anything, this has only reinforced the nickname. But it's progress, right? Absolutely! You're back in your element. I mean, I am still in prison. Yeah, but you know, in adoring public, praising attention, everybody always wanting something from you. Well, when you put it that way, Butcher Bob, I suppose there are some minor parallels between my newfound popularity and my time as a starlet. But no one has asked anything of me. Surely they know that I'm doing the best I can to provide a necessary service for them. With the help of a fine team, of course. Of course. Okay, real talk. Curfaces are great and all, but you know what I really miss from the outside? Those wayface weasels. I used to hoover those things in one sitting. The front bras version just isn't the same. Oh, the bras badgers. Ugh, yeah. The weasels just hit different in the hips. Put some of those in my patties next time, will ya? Thanks, Curdface. It's Julie. Ain't gonna pretend, Curdface. I've seen your movies. Oh? Was never a fan. No offense. Not enough edge. Oh, but God, I miss seeing movies. Even the trashy teen flicks. Nothing like putting my feet up in the chair in front of me. Family-sized box of sophomore mints in my lap. Laughing my ass off at the cringeworthy, self-serious dialogue. <laughs> God, did you really hate my movies that much? Man, I can't even remember the last time I had me some sophomore mints. The way they melt in my hands. In my mouth. Ah, the essence of a happier time. You can get him for me, right? I think... maybe? But I can't make any promises, Poe. Oh... Of course not. Wink. Why are you... Why did you just wink and say wink? Uh, no reason, Curdface. Wink. Good talk. See you on movie night. My Fiend Flicker is a classic. Oink. Okay, that wink was just rude. From now on, whenever you get your shipments, I'm gonna need a bag of wummy gummies. Otherwise, I'm gonna drop the dime on your little smuggling operation, curd face. Seriously, Tula? Isn't snitching bad or something? <gasps> Stitches! That's what snitches get! Is that a threat, curd face? Because I could just drop you. Oh, no. No threat and no need to drop anyone. I should be able to get you wummy gummies from now on. No need to worry, Tula. Aww. Good looking out, curd face. 
And now everyone is hounding me left and right with requests. And don't get me wrong, hounding is a huge improvement over pounding. <laughs> See what I did there? But Butcher Bob actually made a good point. She's really growing on me. About how similar this is to my time in the spotlight. The way everyone seems to want something from me. And to be honest, that can be a little triggering. I mean, there's a reason I left that life behind. Yeah, must suck. But at least it's on my own terms this time. And ultimately, I think I've really turned the corner with the other inmates. I mean, yeah, I think most of them just see me as a human vending machine. But at least they see me now. Everywhere I turn, it's... Hey, Curdface. Yes, that. Quick question. Do you ever, even for a second, stop talking about yourself? Or is that just something actors, no matter how hard they try to stop being actors, never get over? Oh, I... I'm sorry. It's just that you don't really speak much, so I always kind of feel like I have to fill in both sides of the conversation. And is my part of the conversation also supposed to be about how great and selfless you are for single-handedly bringing snacks to everyone in this prison? I never said that. No, you just exclusively speak in I statements because you're so freaking entitled you can't comprehend the lived experience of another human being. Again, I'm sorry... But aren't you the one who wanted to keep up the charade that we have nothing but laundry in common? I would love to talk to you about other things. We both have daughters. We could talk about that. But the second I bring it up... Curdface, your daughter and my daughter could not be more different. You had your daughter in Italy, and your perfect, beautiful husband is taking care of her. I gave birth in a broken hospital parking garage elevator surrounded by quirky oddballs. All my girl has is my mom and I. You and I both have daughters, but we don't really have that in common. Fine. Forget I tried to take an interest in your life. The point remains, do you now want people to know that you're involved in Operation Desert Curdface? Because I was under the impression that you wanted as little attention on you as humanly possible. It's one thing to stay in the cut keeping people from talking. It's another to do the exact opposite. You're basically begging the guards to catch you. I don't know. It kind of sounds like you're just jealous that I'm getting all the credit. Jealous? Of you? Don't make me laugh. No, Curdface, I am simply saying that for once in your life, maybe you should try just shutting up. Take a cue from Deb here. Right, Deb? See? Deb's got the right idea. She just looms gracefully. I... That's more like it. Thank you for listening to this episode. Complete credits for this miniseries are available on the season premiere and season finale. To listen to the whole miniseries right now, ad-free, go to patreon.com slash ardenpod. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.